Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us as, uh, as we dive into God's Word for Sunday School. Thank you for joining us for our E-Church. Uh, this is going to be the, the adult Sunday School class for Sunday, uh, April the 26th. We're going to be in the book of Psalms once again, the book of Psalms in chapter 25. If you would like to join us, the book of Psalms in chapter 25. Uh, kind of the the thought that, that the Lord laid on my heart this morning was uh, was was being taught of Him um, during this particular uh, interesting time uh, in our uh, in our life that we're in right now. It's 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 extremely important to understand and to realize that that through anything and everything that goes on, God is still trying to teach us. God is still trying to communicate with us, um, and and the psalmist here really brings that out and. Uh, so we're going to read in Psalms in chapter 25 in verse 12. It says, What man is he that feareth the Lord? He shall teach him in the way that he shall choose. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing each of us with the health and strength. Be safe here again today. God, thank you for the wonderful day you bless us with, the wonderful week you bless us with. God, thank you for everything you've done for us, uh, everything that you continue to do for us on a daily basis. God, help us so we could we could see this so we could be more thankful uh, god help us so we could see your will uh coming to fruition in our life that we would accept your will god we wouldn't fight it god help us so we would accept your teaching that we would keep an open line of communication between us and you helpful help us god that we wouldn't take uh, our prayer life for granted help us we wouldn't take your word for granted god be with each church service this morning all you pastors everywhere uh, you know what each church stands in need of be with the sick and suffering those requests of prayer, God, you know each one. Raise them up if it be your will. Be with those that's lost loved ones, God. Strength and comfort their families as only you can. Forgive us for we fail you. Bless us throughout this lesson this morning. Thank you most of all for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Psalms in chapter 25, verse 12. Uh, we're we're going to read it one more time. It says, What man is he that feareth the Lord? He shall teach him in the way that he shall choose. And so the first point that we're going to jump on right here is is the man that's spoken of, uh, the the man that he talks about here. He said, "What man feareth the Lord?" He's talking about uh, he's, Emily's jumping on the dogs. They must come inside again. He's talking about a, a, a different kind of fear than we normally use during this uh, pandemic. Uh, people have kind of panicked. People have uh, jumped on the fear wagon, but this is a fear of alarm. Uh, and yes, God is, is a wrathful God, uh, but God is also a God of love, a, a God of power that we have difficult time comprehending in our feeble minds. And so whenever, whenever the Bible refers to fear of the Lord, it's more of a fear of reverence. Uh, it's a fear of love. It's a fear of, of letting him down. It's a fear of disappointment. It's, it's a fear of, of not putting him uh, in the position that we should. And so whenever it says, what man... Is he that feareth the Lord? It's, it's a legitimate question because it's, it's one thing to say, I believe in God. It's, it's another thing to live it out, to prove it. Uh, me and Emily watched a, a, a movie, must have been the day before yesterday, uh, was called Unplanned about the uh, a true story uh, about the, the woman that worked in the abortion clinic and got out and told her story. And the... Uh, the the lawyer in the movie he said two words that go together hardly any other place than a courtroom that is extremely fearful to hear is is prove it 
regardless of, of what evidence you may have or regardless of what you may say, uh, regardless of what we may say about our relationship with Christ, uh, about our relationship with the church, about us attempting to be a Christian in our everyday life, regardless of what may come out of our mouth, if we don't prove it, if we don't show it, then what have we really done? If, if we don't prove that we fear the Lord, if we don't show that love, that reverence that, that God deserves, then in all reality, it's just hot air. It's, it's just words. It, it don't really amount to a whole lot. The old saying is it don't hold water. And so whenever we start thinking about how we, sh how we can be taught of God, how we can be used of God, how we can learn and, and increase in the knowledge of the Bible and, and of his word, we first have to have to become the man here that the psalmist is, to, is talking about. We first have to become the man that feareth the Lord. We have to put God in his place. His place is above everything else in this world. It's, it's not a, a fear of God in, in an alarming sense in that, well, if uh, like, like the Native Americans believed in the spirits and said, if, if we don't do this, the spirits are going are gonna to kill us. They're going to bring bad weather upon us and, and yes God is a is a God of wrath but God is also a God of love he loved us so much he sent his son for us he, he loves us so much that he, he blesses us daily uh the, those that follow him and so uh, so it's a it's a fear of love it's it's not a fear of alarm it's not a fear of of being just absolutely terrified and scared that something's going to happen but it's a fear of trust uh, and and that is a, a definitely a unique case of, uh, of, of someone having that in their heart. Because to truly trust God, we have to turn loose of everything else that may be, uh, that, that may be hindering us, that may be holding on to us, uh, that may be getting in our way in our relationship with Christ. We have to get all other things out of the way in order for us to truly fear God. And so whenever we... Whenever we look at the man he's talking about here, we're, we want it to be us, but a lot of times we have to make adjustments in our life before we can become that person who truly fears God, before we can get ourselves to the point that, that spiritually we can be taught of God. Uh, because I'm a school teacher and you can't teach somebody that's, that's not in the condition to learn. Someone that don't have their, their well, I, I tell the kids all the time, if you ain't got your crap in order, you're not here to learn. And so a lot of times before we sit down to be taught of God, to read and to study or to go to church and to be taught, well, we have to get our crap together. We have to get our life in line. We have to become the man, uh, the person, the boy, the girl, the woman that fears God, uh, not out of alarm, but out of love. And then we read on down right past that question mark. That we, we have a promise that is given. It says, him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. We're going to catch that him shall he teach right there one second. Because here we see a promise. If if we become this man that fears God, if, if we become the man that is, is spoken of here in, in Psalms 25, 12, then we become someone who is teachable. Um, we're going to flip over. You have your Bibles, so there's about two pages in mine. Psalms in chapter 32. Psalms in chapter 32. And we're going to read a little bit about this teacher. Oh, dog, I missed it. There we go. Psalms in chapter 32 and verse 8. It says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Be not as a horse or as a mule which has no understanding, whose mouth must be held in a bit and a bridle, lest they come 
near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. But be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy. All things are upright in heart. Here we learn a little bit about the teacher and, and about the the promises given to us that we, we can learn, we can be lived, we can be spiritually fed through God's word. Uh, and, and God used many instruments, uh, no doubt. Uh, he, he uses the Bible as living word. He also uses uh, people. God can use lost people to get his, his word and his will across. Uh, God can use nature. I mean, he can literally use anything in the world uh, to, to get his teaching across to us, to teach us a lesson. Uh, I've been there myself and I've heard a lot of testimonies from people who said that, that they understood God's will better or they were uh, they were understanding of what God wanted them to do uh, through something to do with animals or, or through nature uh, or through a storm or a trial then they understood God better uh, and and I've been there myself I mean we, we can see God every day and in order to see him more clearly we, we have to be taught of him uh, someone who ceases to learn might as well cease to exist. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said a quote, something along them lines. And, and in all reality, that is true. If, if we're going to cease to learn, then what point do we have? Uh, educationally speaking, I, I try to drive that home with my kids all the time, but it's just as true for us as it is for anybody. And, and no doubt it's more true for the child of God because the uh, there's a lot of Bible here, that, and regardless of how much we may read and study, we're, we're never going to be to the point that God wants us to be. We're never going to be as learned as, as we should be, as, as he deserves us to be. And so in verse 8, I will instruct and teach thee in the way which thou goest. I will guide thee with mine eyes. Uh, if we pray to God that, that he will allow us to learn, that he will allow us to grow in this knowledge, then God will teach us. Uh, he will instruct us. He will teach us in the way, and then He will guide. He will guide us. Uh, my wife did a, a Bible study uh, a while back, and, and she's very adamant, and I feel the same way. She she mentioned in her Bible study that if before she gets started uh, studying, she'll sit there and pray that God will lead her to where she needs to study. And, and I do the same way when I open up my Bible. And if if we pray for guidance, God will guide us. If we pray for, for knowledge and, and we pray to, to study in the way he will want us to, God will guide us. Now, we have to be that teachable person. We, be not as a horse, verse 9. Be not as the horse or the mule, which has no understanding, but who is, uh, whose mouth must be held in a bit and a bridle, lest they come near unto thee. And, and what he's saying here is don't blindly follow anything. Uh, and... and what they're doing is, is the horse will go any direction if you if you pull on that uh, if you pull on the reins a little bit and that bit kind of jerks in the side of his mouth and if it jerks in the right side he'll go to the right if it jerks in the left he'll go to the left if it jerks in both they're trained to, to slow down and to stop and the more leeway you give them the the faster they'll go and so in the same way uh, God is going to guide us but but he don't want to do it by pain he wants us to be able to to be led of him uh, without the bit, without the bridle, but simply following, uh, not blindly following as, as many do. They, they decide to have an ideology in something and then boom, that's it. And that's as far as it goes. 
God don't want us to blindly follow. God wants us to follow in fear and in love and to, to be taught of him, not because we, we can, not because it's something that we're taught to do, but because we want to, because he deserves us to, because we need to. And, and we could go on and on with the reasons. For the sake of time, we're going to slow down. Turn back, if you would, to Psalms chapter 25. We're going to catch up verse one more time. Verse 12. What is a man that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach. Now, we're going to look at the teaching a little bit. Turn with me, if you would, to the book of 1 John and chapter 2. The book of 1 John and chapter 2. So we, we understand a little bit more of the teacher. The, the teacher is God. The teacher can use different instruments. Uh, to get across to us what he would have us to learn, to have us to study that particular day or time, the, the lesson he would have us to learn, whether it be uh, easy or painful, depending on our reaction to it. Uh, but in First John in chapter 2, uh, verse 27, it says, But, anointing, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things and is truth and is no lie, even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. And this anointing that they're, they're talking about here can, is, is often uh, misconstrued, but, but this is the word of God coming to man. This is the, the Holy Spirit coming to dwell within uh, saved people. This is the, the living word of God that is put upon each and every one of our hearts. And, and and it teaches us to, teaches us of all things. Everybody puts on Facebook when they have a kid. It it says, uh, why didn't this thing come with instruction manual? Teachers put the same thing. Why didn't these 32 youngins come with instruction manuals? And, and people, uh, I mean, they, they do that for everything, for any uh, trial that, that comes in life. The COVID-19 didn't come with an instruction manual or or the, the swine flu or Ebola or whatever it was several years ago didn't come with instruction manual. The tornadoes and the hurricanes didn't come with instruction manuals and, and losing loved ones and dreaded diseases didn't come with instruction manuals. But whenever we allow ourselves to be teach, taught of God, they do. Uh, a lot of times it's not the answer that we that we want. And a lot of times it's not the, the it's, it's not natural for man to look to God and to trust in God and uh, in times of heartache and in times of trouble. Um, guilty of it myself. I, I, I just, uh, when, when something happens that is absolutely devastating, a lot of times we choose to get upset at God because why would God allow this to happen? Why would God let something like this be? And it's not for us to know. Uh, God's thoughts are higher than our, our thoughts and his ways above our ways. But 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 we still struggle sometimes with questioning with what exactly is going on. And all the while, God is trying to teach us a lesson because regardless of what came along, regardless of what heartache or devastation may have happened, God has a plan for it. Uh, a friend of mine told me a while back, he said he has a difficult time worrying about anything. He said he just don't worry. And, and I asked him why. He said, because the way I look at it, Regardless of what happens, it's all in God's will. And God promised to take care of me. And that is a truly outstanding outlook on life. That is something completely and totally special. Because whenever we can truly have that, that, that type of outlook in our heart, 
then we have achieved something absolutely spectacular. We've achieved something that very few people throughout history have been able to. That that means that, that we're able to achieve true fear and, and true trust and love in God. And that's something that we all need to pray about. And whenever he talks about the teaching us of all things, this is truth. Whenever we're taught of, of the Bible and whenever we're taught of the Holy Spirit, then then this is the truth. Uh, and there's no lie, even as it is taught you, ye, I'm sorry, you, ye shall abide in him. And so not only should we, should we attempt to learn, should we attempt to gain in knowledge, should we desire uh, to grow in the, in the knowledge of God, but we should also take this to a different level. Whenever we, whenever we're taught, then we have to go out and do something. So whenever, uh, whenever we're taught how to walk as a kid, we then display that behavior. Whenever as, as a, a, a high school student, we're taught algebra, we then have to show our work. We then begin to use algebra outside of the classroom. And in the same way, whenever we're taught of God, ye shall abide in him. We, we have to, uh, to go out in this world and, and to be examples of Christ, to, to show what we have learned, to prove what we've been saying. And so we're going to flip back to Psalms in chapter 25 one more time. And we're going to catch the tail end of this verse. In verse 12, Psalm 25, 12. What man is he that feareth the Lord? He shall teach him. Here we go. Here's the big kicker. The condition of the promise that is given lies in this last uh, phrase here. In the way that he shall choose. Now let's think about that for just a minute. In the way that he shall choose. Do we have to allow God to teach us? If you've here and you've ever tried to teach anybody, anything at all, you know that you can't teach someone that is unteachable. You know that you can't teach someone who, who has nothing that they want to do with anything about your class or, or your subject or whatever it is you're teaching. And in the same way, if, if we show no interest in learning, if, if we know, show no interest in taking this promise that God will teach us, if, if we are not the man that, that fears God, then and we won't be taught in the correct way. Uh, no doubt we, we may not be taught at all if we turn to the wrong direction. So turn to, well, let's flip over and read it. Isaiah in chapter 30. Isaiah in chapter 30, verse 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When ye shall turn to the right hand, and when ye shall turn to the left. This voice that we hear in our in our ear or the voice that we hear behind us is the voice of the holy spirit uh, a lot of people compare it to the conscience but we uh, if we're saved we know that that it's god it's, it's it's the holy spirit trying to lead us in the right direction and whenever you should turn to the right hand it'll whisper in your ear this is the way walk therein whenever you should turn to the left he'll get you back on track he'll say no this is the right this is the the wrong way hey let's just make a let's hook a right right here and then get back where we need to be and so whenever we, whenever we desire to be taught of God in the right way, whenever we desire to be used of him and, and we choose to walk in the correct way because God has given man free will and, and even though he may not approve of the sin, uh, he may not approve of the choices that we make, God will still allow us to make mistakes. He will still allow us 
regardless of, of what day it is to, to go in a different directions if we so choose. Uh, so the, the Bible says that we have to crucify the, the flesh, that we must bear this cross, uh, that we must take up our cross daily uh, to follow Jesus. And so whenever we, uh, whenever we come to a point that we know that something is the wrong direction, then, then like Isaiah said here, we, we hear that little ear. Um, Coach Trey uh, did a devotion a while back, and he talked about the, the little devil on one shoulder and a little angel on the other. And a lot of times that's what it boils down to because the, the devil is, is going to try to get us and go in one direction. And we hear the Holy Spirit whispering in our ears, going, going and telling us to go the other direction. And that's when we have a choice to make. That's when we have a choice to make between the things of this world, between what the, the world can give us and what God can give us, between what the world can teach us and what God can teach us. And my prayer to God today is that, that each and every one of us can choose that way. Uh, turn with me, if you would, to the book of John, chapter 7. The book of John, in chapter 7, verse 17. Jesus' words here. He says, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. The the, the Bible says to, to try the spirits that, that we know which ones are false and which ones are true. Here Jesus said, if, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine. And so regardless of, of what direction we choose, if, if we choose to be taught of God, that don't mean that, that false teachers and that false hope and that, that things can't be planted in our mind to make us doubt and to make us think different. But a lot of times we can, if, if we have the Holy Spirit within us, we know what is right. We know what is wrong. We know which direction we need to be going and we know what we need to avoid. And so whenever we talk about the being taught, we, we have to be taught in this way. Uh, and we have to be able to choose that way. And whenever we do, then we will, well, verse 17 says that, that we'll know whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. And, and whether it be of God or whether it be of man and whether it be something that's, that's used by the world to manipulate us and uh, a lot of the, the mega churches and the, the televangel, well, everybody's televangelists now. But a lot of the, the bigger churches and the, the people that preach over the TV, they they, they talk about God as love, and I'm not saying they're, they're all bad. I've heard some that are really good to listen to. But but they preach love, and they a lot of times you can you can you can feel it. You can know whenever whenever you, all you're hearing is manipulation. You, you're hearing deceitfulness, uh, preaching one side of God, but not preaching the discipleship uh, side of of the relationship of Christ. Preaching that God loves everybody, but not that God uh, hates the sin that that we commit. Preaching that, uh, that 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 God is is only half of the Bible, and and then the half that they don't agree with just disappears or gets translated out, and and so the the Bible says here in John it says that that we should know whether it be of God, or whether I speak of myself, whether it be of of men, whether it be something that that we don't really want to uh, to learn of, and so whenever we go back to Psalms, we're going to read this verse one more time. It says, what man is he that feareth the Lord? My prayer to God is that each and every one of us can be that man, that woman, that boy, that child that fears the Lord, that we cannot have a fear of alarm, but a fear of love. And then the, the promise that is given that he shall teach in the way, him shall he teach in the way 
and that now we know that, that the teacher can, can be any instrument used of God and in order for us to sometimes be teachers, we have to be used of God, that the teaching comes from the word of God, that the teaching comes from something that we choose, from the, the manner that we choose to learn in. It says in the way that he shall choose. We can choose the right, we can choose the wrong, and God forbid that we choose the wrong direction, but we, we have the Holy Spirit that dwells within us that tells us. We have the word of God and the Holy Spirit that, that will let us know whether the teaching is truly of God, whether it is truly a message from God, whether it is really teaching from God, or whether it is something that is, is cooked up in the mind of man, uh, which is uh, utterly and totally deceitful. And so he teaches the way of his choice, and he teaches in the way that we choose. We're going to read it one more time. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing all of us with health and strength. Be safe here again this morning. God, I pray that you would help us all, that, that we could understand what it is to truly fear and to love and to trust you uh, on a, a more today than we did yesterday, more tomorrow than we do today. God, help us that, that we could be that man, that woman, that boy, that girl that fears you. God, help us that, that we could allow ourselves to be taught of you, that we could open our hearts, that we wouldn't turn to the left or to the right, but God, that we could stay in the center of your will at all times. God, help us that we could choose that right way, that we would allow ourselves uh, to be taught, God, that we would try, according to your word and your Holy Spirit, uh, the, the teachings that we receive, God, knowing that, that to know that they are truly of you. God, help us that we could increase in our knowledge, help us that we could increase in our prayer life and our study life, and most of all, in our relationship with you. God, help each and every one of us so we could, uh, that our, we could have a greater burden for those who are lost in these troubled times. God, uh, help us that we could reach a lost and dying world that is in desperate need of Jesus. Most of all, God, I pray that you continue to have mercy uh, on that soul nearest to hell. I pray that they could turn and accept Christ as their Savior before it be everlasting too late. Be with us throughout this day. All you preacher brothers and churches everywhere, be with the sick and suffering. Uh, you know the prayers of each one. Forgive us if we fail you. Thank you most of all for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.